Jesus. Play it again. <laughs> Welcome to episode 17 of the Hungry for Hockey Talk podcast. As you can see, we're quite proud of our, 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 our intro music. Um, we quite like it a lot. I made my car breakfast to that, you know, <laughs> just dancing around. Fucking sweet. <laughs> Probably burn my foot a couple times with hot tea. But it's all right. Yeah. It's a pretty good song, to be honest with you. Yeah, we did a pretty good job finding it. Um, you did. <laughs> we just showed up and like this is our theme song, boys. Fucking click. I'm like, all right, all right, <laughs> I go with it. Well, as you guys have heard already, uh, I am joined by the boys. The boys are back in town. The boys are back in town. Finally, <laughs> that was like pretty good, John. <laughs> Been working on my karaoke. Nice man. <laughs> out uh, out at Oscar's pub there, eh? Yeah, man. <laughs> it's been a while since we all been there. Yeah, it's yeah, a shady dive again. bar. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Yeah, that was hilarious. That was where that was where I mooned Tyler. <laughs> oh, yeah, in the car. We were all standing there, weren't we? And you still by. Yeah. That's small ass. It's so offended. <laughs> the rest of us are all laughing like a bunch of like oh my God. He's like, oh, I never. <laughs> Son of a That's bitch. Tyler, though, man. That's Tyler. We love the guy. Um, anyway, so as you guys have heard, uh, I am joined as usual by the amazing, the wonderful, the beautiful Johnny B. John Boron. How you doing, Johnny? I'm doing great, man. I've been uh, eating, sleeping, breathing hockey the last couple of weeks, and it's the best I've ever felt. <laughs> Attaboy. Attaboy. There you go. That's awesome. Yeah, man. Hockey hockey is like such a great exercise. You get your cardio in. You get your camaraderie, playing with your teammates. Get excited when you get a point. So it's definitely fun. <laughs> get to slash your shins. Yeah, totally. Exactly. I, uh, I hit, organs I there, huh? I hit a guy last week and uh, kind of knocked the wind out of him, and it felt really good. <laughs> man, I bet you have a strong body check. Yeah, man. I'm, like, yeah, I'm, I'm frail like Gumby. Like, if you hit me, I'd probably just fuck it. <laughs> I would Fair not want to be on the receiving end of that, Yeah, for sure. I just got a strong core. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Just solid. Uh, and... Coming back from a school break hiatus type thing, uh, Sterling has been working really hard uh, trying to excel at school and win. Yeah, I just want someone to love me. Is. <laughs> so we have the beautiful, the wonderful, the amazing Stir Daddy. How are you doing, Stone? I'm pretty good, man. I just finished my laundry and it's like, you know when you do the whites and they smell like bleach? It's so delicious. <laughs> oh, God. Bleach? Love it. I love bleach whites. <laughs> I'm almost out of bleach. I got to go get some. And like, I'm super busy and I barely fold my laundry as it is. Barely means I don't. And <laughs> But I still need bleach, right? Like, just got to happen. It makes me happy. But anyway, 
I've been exercising too, other than getting high on my clothes. Yeah. <laughs> Sitting there like, ah, I don't need a blanket anymore. Just like, cover me in bleach clothes. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I've been doing that and uh, <laughs> I've been running. It's been great. Eh? I love nice. I love the sun. Hate yeah. the rain. Been beautiful out here in Vancouver. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, it's actually been a pretty good week here in in uh, in the prairies here too. Actually, it's been pretty sunny the late the last week and a half, which is pretty decent. Is that, is that a compliment right now for the prairies? Uh, it's not a compliment. It's just an observation, it's a really. Statement of fact. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not snowing. Yes. <laughs> hey man, when when I, I, thought, I thought that I'd be just plunge into darkness for eight months and i've been pleasantly surprised so yeah. <laughs> um edmonton you'll be pleasantly surprised <laughs> i don't know if pleasantly if we're talking about that then pleasantly might need to be taken out <laughs> you'll be you'll moderately smirched on the good days <laughs> oh boy so let's let's uh let's plunge right into to some hockey talk here because that's that's what we're all here for um for me past we, we, 10 minutes <laughs> we weren't able to uh, nail down an interview this week um for you guys but you know we, the show must go on and uh we're going to talk about more broader hockey topics just like we did earlier on in the in the season here for 95 percent of the episodes exactly <laughs> Uh, so Sorry to shift back to that, everybody. <laughs> uh, we're going to jump a little bit away from from the NHL uh, right now. We just want to announce uh, there's been a big development, huge uh, or, development, or undevelopment. Yeah, bad development, um, sad development, bad development. Yeah, uh, one of you boys want to take it away there? Yeah, the. Uh... Canadian Women's Hockey League has decided to shut down operations after 12 years. Um, it's pretty sad. Uh, but one good thing that could happen is that they could, you know, a lot of those players could end up in the the National Women's Hockey League or the Women's National Hockey League, I can't remember. Um, so there could lead to like one unified league that the NHL could partner with because that was a, you know, a problem they had in the past is that they couldn't, they wanted to partner with one of them for all-star games or whatever. But because there was two, it was like, well, we can't really do that because it just sucked in negotiations or something. So yeah, hopefully I mean, there'll I be a silver lining, kind of be... but it does kind of suck that the Canadian Women's Hockey League is being disbanded. Yeah, the, yeah. The, some of the players, uh, Calgary, Calgary Inferno forwards, Blair Turnbull and Brianna, uh, Brianne Jenner and uh, Les Canadiens uh, forward Marie-Philippe uh, Poulon posted... Um, some tweets on Sunday, and their tweet said, "This morning we were informed that the seed uh, WHL is folding. As players, we will do our best to find a solution. So this isn't our last season of hockey, but it's hard to remain optimistic." Hashtag No League. Mm. So it sounds like there's no no idea of a solution yet, um, to in terms of like any sort of ideas around a merger. Um, I think there's gonna. I think. If the NHL does partner with them, neither, they need to throw some money in to keep keep these teams alive. Um, so the CWHL has six teams uh, in Calgary, Montreal, Markham, Toronto, um, China, 
and Worcester. So one American team. Um, so I could see them. I could see them merging. That's the thing is like these these players would end up either trying out for these NWHL teams or like I don't know what else they would be doing right. So um, I could see a merger keeping like Toronto, um, Montreal, and uh, potentially Calgary. I think there's a big enough market for those teams. And they'd be joining uh, teams in the NWHL, the Boston Pride, the Buffalo Buttes, the Connecticut Connecticut Whale, which is my, my favorite, just the smiling white whale in the in the Hartford Whaler colors, uh, the Metropolitan Riveters, and the Minnesota Whitecaps. Yeah, I, I'm I'm really hoping that a merger is coming, but it doesn't sound like that is at all. And this is this is a this is a really sad day for for women's hockey because they had just like gotten record uh, ratings for um, people watching the Clarkson Cup final last week, and mm-hmm. it was an amazing game. Like these women are 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 so fast, and like people think that women's hockey isn't as good as men's hockey, and they're just like a hundred percent wrong. Um. So this is, this is, yeah, it's a sad day for, for women's hockey. Like it's, they were just finally starting to, to build momentum. It seemed like, Mm -hmm. and this is just like a huge step back, which is extremely unfortunate, but, um, hopefully the players can figure something out. Uh, and, um, yeah, I mean, maybe the NHL has something in the works that, they're not trying to make public yet. Uh, so hopefully that's, that's the case, but yeah, this is a, a tough news, tough news to, to swallow as, as a hockey fan in general. Um, and for, for women's hockey everywhere, but, um, yeah, it's tough. So, but I guess we'll just, yeah, I don't know. Have to wait and see. Yeah. Yeah. High hopes. So we're going to move on into the NHL now. Uh, do you guys want to start off with any team in particular? Arizona, Montreal, Vegas, San Jose. Any preference? Um, I mean, we could talk about the, the playoff races right now. Yeah, let's yeah. do that. You want to start in the east or the west? Uh, I think, uh, Stir Daddy had a good, uh, had a good viewpoint on the, on the East. If, uh, if you'd like to start it off. Wow. The pressure. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to say like, it's kind of funny when you look at, you compare East and West right now, because if, if someone talks about Vegas, they're like, oh my God, Vegas, they could go all the way to the finals and win the Stanley cup. They have a better team than last year. And then you shift over to the East and someone looks at Montreal and they're like, yeah, they can make the playoffs, but they got no chance. But Montreal currently has more points than Vegas. Um, (laughs) Seems kind of silly. So if you're giving Vegas all these props, then you have to give it to Montreal at the same time. Even though, to be fair, if they get in, they're probably going to play Tampa, which I know they're really good. And I know people are going to be like, oh, you're a fucking moron. Carey Price, man, Carey Price. 
No, no, <laughs> I wasn't going to say that. It was like Tampa can be beaten. I no, mean, I know. they looked really good last year, and Washington came on and kind of handled them in the playoffs. So the right team, the right coach can take Tampa Bay down. The right team. And happened yesterday. Yeah, and yeah, Washington smoked them. Smoked them. Double what a game. 6-3. Um, I'm not after, saying... after they just presented the President's Trophy, by the way. Yeah. Good job. You guys <laughs> yeah. won the President's Trophy with 10 games to go. And oh, fuck. Then the Stanley Cup champ said, no, no, no. Damn. No, no, no. So maybe they're due for a losing streak. Hasn't really happened yet this year. You never know. It could just. <laughs> what a time. <laughs> yeah, they just. But think about it. They haven't lost four games in a row all year, I don't think. I don't even think they've lost three in a row. So... No, I don't think they've lost two in a row. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe two. Come on. <laughs> um, well, the, the, biggest, the biggest news out of yesterday is that um, Victor Hedman left the game with an injury. So if that's the case, and. Uh, Vasilevsky has let in more than four goals in um, in his last three or four starts. So, Hedman's yeah, he let in court. six. Come on. Well, I mean, he's he's a Norris winning trophy. He's a Norris Trophy winning defenseman. So, Just trying to uh, anytime you take that guy out of the lineup, a guy like that out of the lineup, but yeah. that's that's a detriment to your team. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and yeah, Vasilevsky has let in six goals last night on 29 shots. Um, he got the win in Boston or against Boston, I should say. Uh, but he let in four goals on 13 saves. So 17 shots. He let in four goals, um, against St. Louis. He let in four and against Washington before they won, but he let in four goals. Um, that was actually his record setting night. He made 54 saves. Uh, but, it, it's it's a concerning trend because before that he was putting up Vesna Trophy numbers, um, and he's you know the the workload might be getting to him, and that is not a good sign for the Tampa Bay Lightning if they're expecting a deep run out of Vasilevsky. So you're saying there's a chance? <laughs> there is a chance for Montreal. Yes. Yeah, there is a chance. Uh, I mean, Carey Price there is a, no. putting up his his Vezina Trophy um, numbers when he won the heart. Like that's how well he's been playing right now. Mm-hmm. He's just picked up this team and has been carrying them on his back. I mean, all it's going to take is a Chris Kreider fall to the knee. So <laughs> don't remind me. I mean, <laughs> that's that's all it really is going to take. Uh, do you guys? And, what do you guys think? Do you think they'll make it? Perhaps. The yeah, they're in tough. Uh, if Columbus, yeah, they have the toughest schedule. If Columbus's winning streak right now is real, I would say no, because Columbus has an extra game in hand. Yeah, yeah. All they have to do is play as good as Montreal from now on, and they win. Well, the Habs also have a way tougher schedule than Columbus or um, the. Hurricanes. Hurricanes. Yeah. yeah, Columbia yeah. plays Buffalo tonight. Buffalo. <laughs> Buffalo. Yeah. I mean, Montreal's got Toronto. Yeah, <laughs> Toronto's not playing that great right now. No. Oh, so you never know. Next well, year. they have they have um, they have Tampa, Washington, Washington and Toronto. And Toronto. Yeah, yeah, Those are really tough teams. <laughs> <laughs> all playoff teams, all ahead of them. Um, so. 
I don't know. Yeah, that's I mean, rough. the way they played—they played a complete sixty minutes. Like they played so well last night. Um, and their their power play, it took them eight seconds to score. So, Carey Price is playing good. It looks like they have their power play kind of rolling. <laughs> I mean, it's been a while, man. I think it's been yeah, like four years since they've been doing that. They had uh, okay. They had Jordan Wheel, um, Joel Armia, and uh, and Philip Deneau on the power play. Like those were that was their first power play. Really, guys? Those guys, you do not expect. Columbus's schedule: their next four games, they play Buffalo tonight. <laughs> they play Boston, and then they play the Rangers and Ottawa. I don't think there's a chance. <laughs> hey guys, Ottawa beat Toronto last night. Yeah, but Ottawa I don't know. Toronto hasn't been spoil. playing that well right now. Ottawa wants to spoil people. I will say though, if Montreal's out, it's kind of sucks because they're going to be the best team that's out. And then you look over at yeah. like Dallas and Colorado, it's like, Meh. I don't know. Yeah, Montreal deserves to be it in there instead of them. Hmm. I think it's just a. I think it's just a victim of circumstance. Um, yeah, they're just in a way better division. Yeah, way better conference. Way better conference. Oh, and it's it's, it's interesting to see, right? Because uh, we were kind of chatting about this earlier, um, but you can kind of see how the power has shifted between the Eastern and Western Conference because, uh, you know, 10 years ago, this was the case with the Western Conference. But now you see the Western Conference and the teams were, that were at the top back then, Chicago, Anaheim, LA, they're all bottom feeders essentially uh because the 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 game has shifted so far away from that bruising and grinding kind of game towards a a a a type of game that the eastern conference has always played yeah Um, teams in the eastern conference have always played this kind of run and gun transition game style um even the bruins have have been have been able to keep up with that uh with all their you know teams of truculent pasts uh so you can really see the shift in in i mean i feel like the eastern conference also has <laughs> the more 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 of the superstars um because you know you got stamkos kucherov Braden point in tampa marchand bergeron pasternak in boston uh do i need to mention the toronto <laughs> stars you got Ovi, you got crosby malkin castle price like you know you have all these superstars playing in the eastern division and they're playing the style of hockey that these superstars play so it it makes sense that that there's a shift in this power uh and you can kind of see like the last remnants of of that truculent play in 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 the western conference but um yeah, I mean, Yarmo needs needs Columbus to make it for his job to for him to have a job next year, and uh, I don't know, man. The schedule's gonna be tough for for Montreal to to pull out of this. I'm, you know, I'm obviously hoping for them to do it, but hashtag pray perhaps. Yeah, <laughs> pray for I Just want to see the pray chaos that will erupt in yeah the the chaos that will erupt in Columbus if they don't make it. Be like, oh my, oh gosh. my gosh. Yeah. What have we done? Oh. That would just that would a hundred percent reinforce the idea that Matt Duchene is a problem. <laughs> it, like there, there, there can be no. There can be 
there can be no um, refuting that. Like every team that he's been on has not made the playoffs. Like you, you can't refute it. There's no way. He's, he's cursed. Yeah, there's something wrong with him. So where where do you think he'll go? Bring the curse, Duchesne curse. <laughs> well, I don't know where he'll go. New York? Yeah, go to New York. Highest bidder. I think is where he's going to go, but I don't think anybody's going to want him. Yeah, he'll get signed. He'll get signed. Maybe <laughs> yeah. not to the price he wants, but he'll get signed. I hope it's not a Canadian team. Imagine he goes to Arizona and they become like the first place team. What would you do? That'd be all right. Arizona fun. needs it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so bad if he goes there, signs for big money. And everyone's like, oh, yeah, great. Go Arizona. And then they're like dead last. Like, fuck. Come on. Mm-hmm. Do you guys yeah. think that? I feel uh, like... What if uh, what if Carolina were the team to miss? They're, um, only, they're only one point up, and mm-hmm. their schedule. They got Pittsburgh today. Uh, they've got Toronto on Tuesday, Jersey on Thursday, and Philly on Saturday. Yeah, I mean, they're a bunch of jerks anyway, so it's okay if they... No, I'm just kidding, no. Uh, to be honest, yeah, Carolina would probably be the, the team that I'd be okay with missing the playoffs. Um, sorry, Carolina fans. I, I'm kind of pulling for them. I mean, they haven't yeah. made the playoffs But I also while. want to see them there. Yeah, I also see, want to see them there. I'd rather yeah. see Carolina than Columbus. Yeah. Yeah. Columbus is a bunch of jerks, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I like I. I have a soft spot for Columbus. I don't know why. It's just because because they've never made it in the a, first round. Yeah, they're just such a ragtag group of guys. And um, you know, Cam Atkinson has been having a career year. Uh, it's their last year of any form of contention. To be very honest with you, yeah. And I like Yarmo. They're definitely going to go through a transition period if they don't resign yeah. at least two of these players. Like. They could resign to Zingle and Duchesne, maybe, but I don't know. Yeah, I, I I'd it. say cut bait with Duchesne and resign Zingle. <laughs> you really still like him, do you? <laughs> no, he's he's like he, I think he's an entitled little be- little brat. That's that's what I think he is. Yeah, honestly, with like, what has he done to um, in the league for him to to feel like he deserves to be on a winning team? Got thirty goals. If you want to be on a winning team. Then play like you're on a winning team. Don't like, you know. No, no. It. I don't really think it's him that's the problem on the teams. Oh, you don't think so? No. The See, year after he left my, uh, Colorado, they made the playoffs. Where did he go? He went to Ottawa. He was supposed to help them make the playoffs. They had a good group of superstars in uh, Matt Duchesne, Eric Carlson. Um, pretty sure Matt Ho- or Mike Hoffman was still there. Who were fighting um, amongst each other? In stone, <laughs> like really badly. Uh, Sorry, their wives, their wives were fighting amongst each other. Yeah, but they there was apparently like massive locker room problems. Those must have yeah. been in place before Duchesne got there. It's not like he got there and everyone's like, "Man, this guy's a fucking bastard." Yeah, and he just like brought the team down. Friggin' Duchesne. Colorado had like a recordly man. low record low season, so they were kind of due for a bounce back season. And Miko Rantanen, like, you know, showed up finally. Like, he's playing really good. Nathan McKinnon just had a record year uh, last year. And Landis Cog bounced back. So, 
I, I really let's don't see think what he does. He, he, played, does. he played pretty good in Ottawa uh, since he's been there. Like he did have that one. What was it? He had like that really bad period of like 15, 20 games or something when he first got there. But then after that, he played so well that he literally caught back up to where he should have been anyway. I'm not saying yeah, he, he was a point. I'm saying he's going to be like at the end there. The playoff hero or the team, the guy that's going to pull the team around. But I'm saying he's pretty. He's going to be like, he's like the Phil Castle kind of guy. You just want him around to give your team some extra points, but probably not going to want him to be the focus of the team. I, I don't that's know, man. I don't. I just. I don't like him. He yeah. like just just the things he says even after he left Ottawa. <laughs> Dude, somebody asked him after he left Ottawa. What does it feel like to play for Columbus against the team that you had been traded to? And the guy said, "Oh yeah, it feels you know it, it feels nice to 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 play for a winning team." Yeah, I mean he's not wrong. What does that mean? It's not wrong. I mean his team wasn't winning. Colorado wasn't winning. <laughs> Ottawa. No, he the was guys, talking about the guys Ottawa. Played, the guys played yeah. eight playoff games in nine seasons. Yeah. Yeah. So. What like so what? He's not wrong. I don't. <laughs> I know he's not wrong, but like he doesn't have to be a dick about it. I mean, I'm not sure he was trying to be. Yeah, <laughs> it sounded like it. <laughs> I mean, you just, generally they always just talk up the team they're on. Pretty much every time, I. I don't know. He could have said it in a in a better way. Yeah, but probably. anyway, <laughs> there was also that whole there was also that whole um, Uber scandal. That he was a part of, man. I'm sure every I mean, player talks about it. He was in every the player does that. I guarantee you, unless they're like top fucking five in the league, I guarantee you, every player is like, you know what? That assistant coach is kind of a dunce. Yeah. Pretty, well, anyway, I'm pretty sure, like any job I've ever worked at, there's always like a boss or a manager. That everyone thinks is like stupid. And you're like, how is this guy there? Yeah, we talked about this earlier. Let's not bring it up again. <laughs> I don't want to get back into that, but um, <laughs> you started it, sir. I mean, let's, I did, let's I did see, try to steer the conversation, and then you went right back into it. <laughs> let's let's see what he does. Let's see what he does in in the playoffs. Let's see what he does in the playoffs. All right, all right. Let's just conversation. Let's shift. Okay, it. Matthew Chain's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you guys think that uh, you think Colorado's a lock then? Apparently, because uh, they don't have Matt Duchesne, they're fucking going to be yeah. That's right, <laughs> big threat to Calgary too. <laughs> Are you serious? No way, man. <laughs> oh yeah, maybe. we swept we swept the season series against. We don't want to face Dallas. Is who we don't want to face. Yeah, I think Dallas is who like, Dallas swept us. All right, they were we, looking. They yeah. were looking talking about the Western Conference matchups. I would mm-hmm. say that out of all the teams in the West, especially in the Pacific, Calgary's definitely got a big edge on all these teams. Yeah. Because San Jose and Vegas are coming in in a losing record, like that's never a good thing. Calgary, like Calgary's definitely way better than Colorado. Um, I mean, they, and we haven't been playing well as of late either, though. So there's then, also that. When you look at the other teams in the West, like maybe Winnipeg, but like there's literally not very many teams that are playing well other than Calgary yeah. and St. Louis. Yeah. Winnipeg has lost four of the last five. Yeah. Well, they're five and five right now in the last ten. Um, yeah, they've lost three. So well, they got. I mean, they got buffed back yesterday too, so that'll help. Oh, mm-hmm. There we go. Yeah, and then proceeded to lo- to lose. Yeah, well, because they were up against. <laughs> <the Superior laughs> <team in Montreal. laughs> 
<laughs> oh, by the way, Montreal just signed uh, Ryan Poiling to a entry level contract. Beauty, so, beauty. Excited for that. Poiling, excited for that. Third line center um, coming up. Trade him. Defense. I'm excited for that. Yeah, especially now that Kokanami is um, fatigued. Fatigued. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it'll be interesting. You think they're going to call him up? Uh, probably not. Is the yeah, HL season not. still going? Yeah, it is. I think right now they're yeah. too like the league is like it's too close to be winning or like it's so tight for them to make the playoffs uh, unless there's an injury yeah, or yeah. or there's somebody yeah. who just is fucking horrible. Um, Do you know. think he'll see playoff time though? Yeah, but with injury probably. Yeah. Yeah. Injury or that'd fatigue. Be fun. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fun. I hope he makes it. That'd be really cool because we've been waiting on this guy for like years. He is, um, he was Calgary's Mark Jankowski, basically. Or he's the Habs Mark Jankowski. Yeah. Um, drafted him really young and weren't sure where his development was going to go. <laughs> he's, he's and then, great in- yeah, waited till he was done college, yeah. which was smart by the kid. Like, good on him to, to finish college because lots of players just bolt as soon as there's an opportunity. Yeah. So... Do you want to study for 60 hours a week or go make a million dollars a year and <laughs> travel all over the country and the world? Huh. Yeah. I'm 19. I'm a man. Probably pretty horny. I'm a man. <laughs> <laughs> and to be fair, they, they'd be going on a bus. They're, they're an uh, NHL guy. Yeah. Right? So, no, but I mean when they go to the NHL, when they... Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. They will take the bus. Fine. <laughs> no, take the plane. Yeah, Connor McDavid. Connor McDavid don't like take no ball. goddamn bus. He don't take no goddamn bus. He hasn't taken a bus since he was five years old. He looks like a trucker though. <laughs> yeah, and his hair is all fucked. That's up. what Edmonton does to you. Yeah, that's what that's what the Prairies <laughs> yeah, does to you. Toughened him up. Got him. <laughs> so, is there any? Talk about, so, uh, you guys want to talk about that Paul Byron uh, situation? No, the code. The punch in the head. <laughs> the code. Man code. The code. Did you see uh, fuckhead uh, Brian Burke last night talking about it? No, I missed it. What did he say? No, I saw Don Cherry talking about it, though. I didn't see Don Cherry talking about it, but Brian Burke was basically like, well, you know, don't go hitting people in the back. If you don't do that, then you got to pay your tab and you got to get into a fight. And it was, it's like, fuck, dude. No, he paid. he paid his punishment. Yeah. Mm. The Department of Player Safety gave him three games. Yeah, yeah, and now he's or, out for another couple of games to, as payment as retribution. That's bullshit. Yeah. You apologize. Just, let's let's talk about your views. What? Uh, how, how did you feel about it? I guess we know John's view, but Sterling, what did you think about it? I just think it's a sport. There's rules to the sport. If you break the rules, you get punished with penalties. You get punished with suspensions. All that kind of stuff. The idea that someone mm-hmm. needs to like go and square off in like this kind of un- like sanctioned brawl in a hockey game is kind of stupid in this day and age, especially when you have players that um, that are skilled players. You you want them on the ice. They make the game more exciting when they're there. So if you get them into fights and they break their wrist or concussion or whatever, it just fucking sucks. I hate, even though I'm not like a super Montreal fan, I don't want any team, even teams I hate. I don't want any of their best players out. I want all the best players to play. And if there's players that are like bigger and more into fighting and stuff like that, and they want to do it, fine. 
but I, I, I could give two fucks less if, about fighting most of the time in the game. Like it really now, seems pointless to me. To be fair, um, they did interview they they interviewed Mackenzie Weger after the game um, and asked him some pretty tough questions. To be honest with you, um, <laughs> he did pretty well. He did pretty well answering them. Um, they asked him like, "Oh, so like what what exactly happened?" And he goes, "Well, you know, I approached him and you know gave him a tap and said, do you want to answer for what happened last time we we met each other and." Um, and like he said, I wasn't going to pursue it. Like I wasn't going to jump him or anything. I just asked him if he would fight me, um, to answer for what he did. Uh, and he said like credit to him. He, he said yes. And so we had a scrap. Uh, and obviously I, I, it was not my intention to injure him. I did not want to concuss him. And uh, like he's like, I hope you, you could see it. Yeah, you could see it too, though. Like when That's when he landed that uppercut, when he landed that uppercut, he was like, "Oh fuck!" Like he he reached out and said, "Like it, it was like you know he 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 felt bad about it." Um, but it's but yeah. So he said he obviously didn't mean to injure him intentionally, and he hopes that he gets better soon. Uh, and so the reporter asked him, but like so. Don't you think that he already paid his price because he he um, he got suspended? And he goes, you know, yeah, um, but you know, that's I, that was just what I had to do, and um, like I, I'm not a goon or anything, so I wasn't going to pursue him if he wasn't going to do it. But he agreed to it, and we fought, and then it happened. So he's like, that's all I got to say, and he's apologetic that it happened to injure him but uh it's it's interesting that he felt compelled to do it because of this code quote unquote um and uh that's basically kind of what don cherry was saying he was like you know there's this code is always going to be there because you always need to stand up for yourself and um it doesn't matter if you don't like it like it's always going to be part of the game because um you know, when, when you have people going after stars, uh, there are roles on the team that you're supposed to, um, step in. Uh, so like when, um, it was against Florida as well. Somebody took a run at John Tavares and Ron Hainsey immediately went after him. And then somebody was trying to fight Evgeny Kuznetsov and Tom Wilson immediately went after him. And, um, as soon as they got out of the penalty box, uh, it was Braden Coburn who was going after Kuznetsov. Tom Wilson like got out of the box, dropped his gloves, and like basically jumped Coburn to to fight him. Um, and so that's what he was saying. He was like, "What should have happened there was somebody should have stepped in for Paul Byron, because um, Byron's not a fighter. No, and he, <laughs> he paid the price. Guy. Yeah, he paid the price by um, yeah five nine on skates. Um, so." He paid the price with the suspension. Uh, somebody should have stepped in for him and fought Uyghur because, like, you know, he's not a fighter. Uh, and so, like, I I think the code is there for a reason, and I do agree with it to a certain extent, um, but it's, you know, it's got to be done properly. Like, you can't be, you know, you can't be getting the, the guys that you pay to score goals to also fight. That's what you pay um, the fourth line guys to do 
to provide energy for the team. So that's my thought on that. It's an unfortunate situation. Um, but it's just weird that like, how, how long ago did he hit him? Like how many months ago was this? Yeah, was, a while ago. This is a, a while ago. This is a long time ago. Well, like, this was the first time they, this was the first time no, they no, played no, no. each other. But my point is like, it's not in the game that somebody made a bad hit and then he didn't get suspended or a penalty and they're pissed and they like, somebody stands yeah. up to him and says, don't, right. don't treat our players like this is months later. Like he had time mm-hmm. to think about this and go, well, you know, he was suspended. I've played fucking 30 games since then. Like, why are you holding He's, up? He apologized. He didn't mean to do it. Like, what do they have? A fucking chart? Like, okay, I, I, this guy hit me in the <laughs> back like six months ago. I'm going to write it down. I owe him a fight now. Like, no, it's just, why are you doing that? Like, you know. He's just got a dartboard yeah. with Paul Byron's <laughs> yeah. face on it. <laughs> do I keep this grudge? I don't know, I, people need to let things go. Like, you do not need to come back three, four months later and like get revenge and fucking like feel compelled that you need to go up to him and be like, Hey, you remember uh, six months ago when you hit me in the back, let's fight about it. Like, no, you don't, yeah. you just yeah, don't what, need to do that I... anymore. That's what really annoys me in a game where you're yeah. allowed to hit each other and things can go wrong. There should be some type of like wiggle room where somebody's going to obviously get mad and defend another person. Like I totally get that because you can't control like emotions and stuff. But when it's months later, like I don't even understand why it's still part of the conversation and that they're still worried about it. Yeah. And that's, that's what I find interesting is that they, they feel these hockey players feel compelled to have to do it. Otherwise you're like, Oh, he's a wuss or like, he's a sissy for, for not standing up for himself or like, fuck off. (laughs) Like, you want you want a career. You don't want to fucking fight somebody and then get a concussion and not be able to play for six months. Like, what do you what do you know, random ass hockey fan who's calling people wussies for not fighting? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, man. John, I mean, why don't you go off this uh, this code talk? I mean, yes, Paul Byron <laughs> consented to the fight. I get that, um, and so this comparison's a little a little off, but. Um, it, at, least, at least you can see what happens when it goes wrong is like, I think back to the Todd Bertuzzi on, um, on more that, that punch that basically ended Moore's career, um, basically kind of ended Todd Bertuzzi's career. Um, and that was, that was, um, in retaliation to, uh, what the, what, um, what Colorado had done to, to Nasland a couple games before. And so, like this idea of, oh, he needs, we need retribution, we need payback. That's part of the code. Like, you can see how things can go wrong if you continue with this mentality in in that kind of situation. And I, it's not that's not a hockey play. And I like I, I like a good fight um, as much as the next guy. But like when one guy has fifty pounds on you and and a couple a couple more inches. I don't think that's a, a fair square off. I don't. I don't think he should be asked to do that. There's a reason in combat sports that they have divisions between weight class. Like, there's a reason you don't have a 250 pound dude fighting a 200 pound dude. Yeah. Or, or actually, I think it's like, or like 220 and 20, yeah, because they have like heavyweight divisions. Yeah. But <laughs> I'm pretty <laughs> sure that just maxes out. But still, like, you're not gonna have a fight a 140 pound dude against a 200 pound dude. Or there's a reason you don't have yeah. men fighting women. Just on average outweigh him by like 50, 60 pounds. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, yeah. 
People it's an unfortunate situation. People just need to use their brains out there, man. Ooh. I guess what's left of them. Because <laughs> well, the thing is, what's going to happen is one day someone's going to get clocked in the head and fall or, or even just from the punch, and it's going to end their career from a concussion. Like it Man, only takes all the time. It only takes one. Yeah, it does happen all the time. And there's even players that'll yeah. say that, oh, it was this moment that ruined, that destroyed their career, and they remember it. Yeah. Well, Paul Correa. Yeah. Like, I mean, that was a hit. It wasn't. It wasn't a fight, but it was just multiple hits to Man. to the head. Like it was just like because people were aiming for it. Yeah. A hundred percent. Because he was just so good back then, that was the only way to stop him. And that's another like, thing is like they're they're the league's trying so hard to like get head hits out of the game, and then you sanction fights like this where like people are actually punching each other in the head. Like, well, I mean, <laughs> no, you, it, you don't want to. It's, it's cognitive dissonance, man. It's it doesn't make yeah. any sense. Well, the only way to get to to really get it out is to to remove fights from the game, and and I don't know, people want that, but I don't want that. Yeah, you know, I wouldn't be. Because then just, I would honestly wouldn't care. Yeah, like literal square offs where they're like, okay, drop the gloves, we fucking pop our helmets and go. That I'd be yeah. against that. If there was yeah. like a tussle in the ice because like somebody hit someone and whatever, like fine two minute penalty, but like literal square off should be, I don't know, just kick them out of the game. Like fine. Okay, so then uh, that could be abused so easily though. So yeah. easily, if you're playing it, someone in the playoffs, in, in yeah, getting a little like the fight. The fight kind of helps quell emotions too. Exactly, and like if 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 you're in the playoffs, for example, um, and you well, th- th- this happened in uh, in that Rangers Hab series. Penalties help quell emotions um, too. Well, no, <laughs> no but you just, it, it just makes someone sue on it. Yeah, yeah, no, this is what happened. That's okay, no, true. this is exactly what happened in the Habs uh, Ranger series is like years ago is Chris Kreider took out Carey Price, didn't even get a suspension. Nobody fought him and the Rangers won the series. So like if you don't have any type of fighting, then that's going to happen all the time. These goons are just going to take out your star players and there's going to be no response. There's going to be no ability for a response. And your team's just out. Like, you're just out your best player, and you don't have any emotions to, to overcome it. Like, that's what I think. That's where I think that can happen with any and- player at any time. Any player can just really fucking just check people hard and, like, accident or hip check somebody. You can take people out in, like, tons of ways. Like, there's no way. Yeah. Like, like even, even a fight. Like, after a dinner party, like, break his hand. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not mad. Just stab him with a fork <laughs> yeah. when you're out at dinner with him. I don't know, man. I I like the fighting. It's just it, people need to be smarter about it. Yeah, I with agree. With their CTE-riddled brains. I, I mean, agree. But, you know. There's lots of sports where there aren't fights. And, you know, people do get injured and stuff. But they deal with it another Yeah, way. and they're not as entertaining. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, joke, to pull it... Back to um, like international hockey. How often do you see people square off and fight in international hockey you in the Olympics don't. and stuff? And how well, fucking awesome is that hockey? Tournament. Yeah. Well, Don Don Cherry Don Cherry would tell you it's because they're European, so they're soft. 
Even when the Canadians are playing the Americans while they're on European ice. A bunch of soft Europeans! Softens the knuckles. That's a really good point. Even, even, okay, I'll even scale it back to women's hockey. The last uh, gold medal uh, game in Sochi, or not Sochi. Where was the last gold medal game? Was it? For Uh, Winter Olympics? Pyeongchang, yeah. When the women were playing, the women don't even hit each other. And that was a fucking awesome game. Man, their matchups are always so great. Yeah, it was so fast, like going back and forth. Like, yeah, women's hockey is definitely fun to watch because of that reason. I think there's nothing to slow them down. That's mm-hmm. basically what it it's is. It's all skills and plays and stuff that you have to yeah. use to get around somebody instead of like, all right, uh, uh, Eli, you just stand in front of the net. Someone comes there, you just cross shack them in the neck when the Eli. the uh, <laughs> when the ref Eli isn't looking. Yeah. Just throw that dude on the ground. We'll be fine. Yeah, that's. I guess it is a pretty archaic, uh, archaic way to play hockey, eh? It's brutal, man. Yeah, but that's why we love it, isn't it? I mean, I love it for other reasons. Yeah, yeah, but that's a big reason why most people like it. Sweet plays. Yeah, but so like, we're hockey fans. That's that's why we like that kind of st- like we don't just look at the fighting we appreciate the skill more often than somebody who doesn't know anything about hockey and is just trying to get into it if they're just trying to get into it they don't know what the fuck's going on what's offside what's uh, what's mm-hmm. icing why the fuck did he why why doesn't he hit him when he goes into the boards like what what's going on there uh, oh that guy just had a major hit what why isn't he fighting him like what's because, like, you know, hockey has, like, this kind of, um, I feel like hockey has this kind of stereotype where it's just, like, a bunch of, you know, two or three gorillas. Totally, it totally does, though. I was, I, was at yeah. the, I was at the Canucks game last night, and we were outside chatting with a, a guy from Ireland. He's like, why the heck? I don't have an Irish accent. But <laughs> why, the heck, uh, why the heck didn't I see a fight? It's like, because that's not, that's not the entire, like, that's not the game. It's not just fighting. It's more than that. But like, yeah, that's a common for someone just coming into the game. Like, that's a common thought is like, oh, I'm going to see some fights. Yeah. Well, yeah, because they don't understand the. Okay. Yeah, they don't understand <laughs> the, the details of the game. They, they, they can't um, they can't see like the uh, like my my biggest uh, or my best example is watching P.K. Subban play just watching him on his skates is magical. Like the things that he can do on his edges um, at high speed, get around people. uh, It's just like, it's, it's crazy how, how skilled he is and how hard he works to, to, to get that skill level where it should be. Um, Like half the time when he's skating around people, it looks like he's parallel to the ice. Like it's, it's, and he's on his (laughs) edges. Like it's, that is something that, no new hockey fan would be able to appreciate. They just wouldn't see that. Yeah. Right. So that's one of the big reasons why, like um, it brings attention to the game. And I think it brings fans of the game, like new fans of the game, because, you know, the other major sports don't allow hitting and they don't allow fighting. You can't fight in football. You can't fight in, well, they try to fight in basketball, but it's just they just throw punches at <laughs> it's actually pretty funny watching basketball players fight, but um, yeah, it's that's I think that's one of the main attractions 
to a fan who doesn't know anything about hockey is they're going to see these guys fucking fight each other. So, yeah, I don't know. I think the takeaway, the code, man, let's just hope they, uh, they use their heads out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not to take punches though. Yeah, dude, that was, uh, <laughs> That was a bad joke. I apologize to anybody <laughs> who's made it this far. And you're like, man, these guys are pretty smart. And then, oh, what the fucking? Yeah. <laughs> God damn it, John. We're fucking talking about this. We had a 45-minute meeting last week. <laughs> no dumb jokes. Yeah. On the board of the Hungry for Hockey podcast. Three members, three presidents. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, we got anything else to talk about? I don't know. Just looking uh, pretty pretty turbulent for the next week. Yeah, yeah man. My insides are tied in knots. <laughs> you stressed out about <laughs> Montreal so not making it? I'm stressed about Montreal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Vegas needs Flurry back. They've lost five in a row. Oof. Let's look at the... We have like... Is it a good thing? Uh, I don't know. It's looking it's like good. that San Jose... Any team that's going into the playoffs losing is never a good thing. And yeah. in all the years I've been watching hockey, I've always noticed that the teams that go in on a losing streak seem to just... Like it just carries on with them. Yeah. I mean, you hope that for a team you cheer for that the break is going to change it around. But maybe not. Yeah, but it's looking it's looking like the Boston, Toronto, and San Jose, Vegas are the best locks for the playoffs right now. Oh, you mean as matchups? Yeah, as matchups. I was thinking yeah. like there's a lot of teams that are in the playoffs now. So. Uh, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, no, yeah, as as matchups. Uh, well, Pitt- so. Pittsburgh. Oh no, I guess Pittsburgh would play Carolina or Columbus. Yeah, there can still be movement there. Yeah, there's still a chance. That always they can chance. move around. Yeah. So. So Ovi, uh, Ovi got his 50th and 51st goals yesterday. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Fucking legend. And uh, I'm just, like, I know. Just thinking that he has, he's like within reach of that Gretzky goal record is nuts. He has eight 50 goal seasons. The record is nine. So he also has a chance to beat that record. Man. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. And if you think Next about, you think about the goaltending now compared to when it was when Gretzky was playing. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty funny back then. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, thin pads and like I pad stacking that, and like fucking poke checks are like the name of the game. I the think mask. Yeah. I think we're blessed with the greatest goal scorer of all time. I think so. Oh yeah. I'd agree with that. For sure. Do you imagine if you put like Ovi with his like his body like because he's like two hundred thirty pounds or something? He's a big fucking dude. He's a beast. and his shot. You put him in like the eighties, he would have got like a hundred goals. Oh yeah, probably would have killed people too. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. But they, then again, like you, you give Gretzky the equipment that they have now. Yeah, and the training that we have now. Hey, do all these skills exercises and weightlifting and stuff and like core work and really? And the diet too. The diet is I think the big thing. He yeah. Have you ever guys ever watched old videos of Gretzky play? 
Yeah. Or do you remember him playing? And no. Just watch some of the old videos. It's amazing how much better he is than a lot of other people on the ice. He literally, like, he just has the puck and is, like, skating all around people and, like, brings it out to, like, the blue line and slap shots it in. Like, it's fucking hilarious. Yeah, whenever, I mean, that's the thing. Whenever he got on a, he got the puck in his own end and got on a break, he just, like, blew by people. And then just comes into the zone, winds up with a massive slapper. Yeah. (laughs) It's such a weird way to play, too. Like, you don't see anybody doing that anymore. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Because, like, back then, those guys still drank beer before the game. <laughs> yeah, probably during it, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, smoked on the bench. They were still drinking and shit. The one guy with a lot of skill and, like, actually yeah. put in some training was like, huh, something to that. Yeah. yeah. He's <laughs> so much better than all of us. They didn't eat two pounds of spaghetti before the before the game. Yeah. So, no, but yeah, that's always going to be... <laughs> that's going to be an age-old uh, um, dispute. So I think that is a good time to end the podcast. Oh, a great one. Yeah. We're almost, uh, great we're eight, actually man. almost on, on, on our time limit this month. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> Turn it off. I think we're done. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we're still looking for, for diehard fans to interview here. Um, follow you know, if, if, yeah. Follow us on Twitter at HFHT podcast. Uh, we have a Facebook page also at HFHT podcast. So give us a follow and a like, that'd be cool. Um, as always, we can be found on all the major podcast directories. If you like what you hear, then feel free to share. Uh, that's always very much appreciated. Um, Sharing is caring. That's right. And we appreciate all your ears. Um, yeah, we're just, just going through it, you know? Um, we're, we're going through life happy. we're living life we're yeah. trying to become one with life exactly just love, drifting love through your life talking about hockey yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah um, and if you guys are super into talking about sports uh, go check out Overtime Heroics um, on Twitter they're at H- they're at Overtime Heroics on Twitter, uh, if you go to overtimeheroics.com slash forums, register for a free account and talk sports. They've got uh, tons of really good forums uh, about hockey, basketball, football, MLB, you name it. Um, we're on there as at HFXT Podcast as well. So hit us up there. Hit us up on Facebook. Hit us up on Twitter. Uh, we'd love to, to talk to you guys and talk yeah, about the flames. Chat. Yeah, do it. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so thank you guys for listening, um, you know, and we'll uh, hopefully have a another interview coming up pretty soon here. Yeah, we got Washington on the table. We got Winnipeg on the table. So yeah, Columbus as well. So if you're a fan of any of the other playoff teams that we haven't talked about, so namely uh, Boston, Tampa, Carolina, Nashville, St. Louis. San Jose and Vegas, Dallas, Colorado. We need we need all those teams. So we'd, we'd love to chat with you. Um, and if you know friends who are diehard fans of those teams, then hit us up on Twitter. Give us a direct message uh, and we can set up uh, a time. So, yeah, again, appreciate it. Thank you guys for listening. And we will catch you pretty soon here. See you later. Have a good one. 
Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs>